This week six NFL picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season continues at MyBookie, and they're now offering a free $20 bet with the promo code SGP20. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP20 to get a free $20 bet with your first deposit. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to fifty dollars. That's ThriveFantasy.com promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at AcePerHead.com/sgp. That's AcePerHead.com/sgp. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean Sag in the morning rooms. My partner picks Ryan real money Kramer. What's happening. Kramer dog week six, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Shaking your head. What's going on? It's just, it's week six already. Time's flying. Time's flying. This, I feel like this happens every year. I feel like it's going slower this year in a good way. Is time going really, really slow? Well, I just just, not just me. You too. Yeah. (laughs) Not because of uh, you know, no, it's going really fast for me. It's going really fast. It's it's going slow for me in a good way because I feel like now with the the whole quarantine bullshit, I'm able to really just dive in waist deep NFL football. I, I feel like I've done the most research I've ever done before. You know what the snipers, and just kind of been on top of everything. You know what the snipers say. What did the snipers say? Slow is smooth and smooth is fast, Sean. So you must. <laughs> I have be, no idea. What does that mean? Like, be calm. Don't oh, okay. rush. Going, you know, smooth is better than rushed. Okay, I got it. So, so if you go smooth and you operate effectively, it's better than rushing and being a schmuck. Time is going by slow. I'm seeing the targets well. There you go. Which Did, is allowing you to operate at maximum velocity. We uh, we're due to hit on a lock the past couple of weeks. Not not amazing with the locks. My overall ATS picks pretty solid, pretty good record. Knock on wood if you're with me. And uh, yeah, I mean, I've, we got a lot to go through, a lot of picks to be made. But before we get to that, Kramer, breaking news. John, you're not even going to tout the fact that we both hit our dog and teases last week. We did go two and zero oh in dogs, two and zero oh in teases, including <laughs> I. Uh, that laugh feels so familiar because that was the same laugh I heard when I gave out the Miami Dolphins plus three hundred, and I didn't even. This is again a true DGen move. I was kind of bummed because, you know, when we're switching over to the late games, by the time we got the Miami game on, because we we're watching a little bit of the end, yeah. uh, watching. Uh, you know, some of these other early games. <laughs> it end. happened so fast. Miami Art was already up seven nothing and had the ball again and was like it wasn't even a game. There was not one ounce where I sweated out that three unit bet on the money line. Again, the, Sean. Nor I normally just go one unit on the dog, 
but your laughter drove me to bump it up to oh, three units. So thank you. Craig. You and the Tennessee Titans have been motivated <laughs> by me. I appreciate that. Uh, Sean, we we got to start writing things down. Like the second Jimmy G falls behind, start yes. live betting against him. Not a team that can play from behind. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Jesus Christ, we, we missed a, a, an amazing, amazing game to just ride down that slope. Similar to the bills last night, looking like hot trash. Can I make a recommendation sure. for the capper cup and the contest going forward? Okay. I feel like we've been pretty good at identifying dogs and I I'd have to, I, I'd have to go back. We've, and we've mostly been doing four favorites, one dog. And that was a good formula last week. Not as much our first down week in the contest going two and three. Cause we had Cincinnati as our dog uh, there in our four favorites, one dog strategy. But I'm wondering if we should start looking to make make a play on each other's dog, even if mm. we don't necessarily agree on it. Uh, because I, it feels like we've been hitting dogs at a decent enough clip. And even if they're not winning outright, maybe they're covering. I don't know. I maybe Something it's recency bias. Something to look at. I'm a kind of a dog specialist. Well, what was your dog? I thought your dog last week was, oh no, your dog. You gave out a bonus dog as the New York Giants, so I won't I won't hold that against you. But good felt point, like Ryan. I was on the right side. They of did that cover one. that. They did cover, and again, uh, if people are asking where is the Dak vigil, Dak is uh, out of the hospital. He's going to mm. make it, so that's why the the vigil candle successful is not here. Successful surgery. Successful, and it, I've never heard of unsuccessful surgery where they they report it differently. <laughs> there's just nothing. Uh, we accidentally att- attached usually, an arm yeah, to his death, ankle. Death happens. That's what. Uh, that's what happens. I forget if I've talked about it uh, on the DFS picks podcast. Which check that out because we did a bonus college football DFS uh, picks podcast or picks lineup because We're, Colby is launching a co- uh, DFS college football uh, podcast on the College Experience feed. So make sure you sign up for that. Lot to say there, but yeah, Colby will be doing college DFS. Uh, and by the way, maybe a quick PSA for those who. Um, uh, get into things really fast, really hard. Uh, maybe don't. Only. Maybe don't go look <laughs> at college DFS. It really. I've ar- Sean. I have six lineups for this. Well, weekend. and and again, they don't I, have a lot of contests, but there there's there's plenty of opportunity. The, I have six fucking lineups. The setup there is pretty sweet with the super flex. Of course, we are playing college football DFS. LSU Florida. That game is postponed. There's a chance the old Miss Arkansas game gets postponed. Fuck. Keep an eye on that. That was my whole lineup. Yeah, Felipe Franks was my super flex. So the SEC is just going to have an outbreak for a second. No, not the not the SEC. They got it under control, Ryan. Uh, breaking news. This is just a little fun. The Pro Bowl. <laughs> oh, okay. I was worried. It, as if anyone thought the Pro Bowl would happen. The Pro Bowl is not happening this year. No. Uh, but it was great when the NFL announced it. It will be replaced by a variety of engaging activities. <laughs> Are they finally going to do the the like the skills challenge, like the video game? You know that would be kind of fun. But also, Sean, tell me you don't watch those old reruns of the quarterback oh, yeah. challenge. I mean, I had that game for Sega Genesis, and uh, I was into it. I want to see Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball. See yeah, skill challenge would be fun. But also, I would like to see these guys in other competitive atmospheres that aren't necessarily oh, football related. Shuffleboard. Anything. I mean, from Darts. from working on the Gronk show, like anything you did, uh, somewhat competitive, Gronk would have no. to win. Cornhole, Gronk would have to win. We even wrote a sketch where, like, the female co-host would be like, "Okay, it'd be funny if she beats you," and and Gronk's like, "Yeah, okay, totally." And then we go to record it, and Gronk just runs faster, and he's like, "I improvised that." It's like, all right, 
he just he doesn't want to lose. And I think a lot As of these guys. As an alpha myself, I understand that behavioral plat pattern. Sean, you too, of course. Yeah, I mean, uh, even like chewing dip, shotgun and beers. Like it would be fun if they had a little. Uh, you and Robert Mays are sitting at the same bar. You're drinking your <laughs> beer faster than him. Sorry, you're drinking your Chardonnay faster. Than yeah, him. I mean those the bubbles from his uh, white wine <laughs> spritzer. Which again, we're nipping at the heels of this so-called athletic football <laughs> podcast, and we need you. Dgen only to sign up, rate, review. We've been getting some awesome reviews. We need to destroy these fucking big wig corporate four-letter podcasts that are just clogging up your gambling feed. You want real? This is by Dgens for Dgens, and only you can make the difference. Before we get to these great lineups, and we got some uh, player props coming up in just a second. Always a good time to shout out the presenting sponsor of the podcast. Get. We need some. Uh, we need some funding. MyBookie.ag comes through. The presenting sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast, Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Right now they're doing a special. Just put a little twenty spot in your pocket. SGP twenty, only a forty-five deposit. Forty-five dollar deposit, and we throw we throw out all these fun player props. You can get them all over at MyBookie.ag. Use a promo code SGP twenty. Maybe even a little baseball action. Went to a uh, drive-through baseball game or drive-in baseball game so glad at Dodger Stadium, up. where you go into a. Me and my wife went. You hang out in a parking lot, drink beers in your car. Well, they said alcohol's prohibited, but you know. Hashtag Dungeons Only. And I placed a bet over at MyBookie.ag. I used the promo code SGP20. I played. I didn't win. I didn't get paid. But you should win and get paid, especially when you take our football picks. I had the Dodgers minus one forty six game one. It was uh, it was a fairly fun experience to hang out in, uh, do the drive-in movie experience, and uh, yeah, it's know. such a twenty twenty. Th- I mean, for twenty twenty to be the year that finally has uh, more alcohol consumed in the parking lot of Dodger Stadium <laughs> while people are watching a game on television. Well, and that was the funny thing too, because of course, being the Nazis that they are, the Dodger security still came around and were like. Because people people were sitting outside their cars or on top of their roofs, and you know, like no loitering, hanging, you know, the SUV in the back of the SUV, like so. I just, you know, it was it was a warm night, so I just had the Jeep uh, Cherokee. You know, of course, I won uh, via DraftKings. Just blasted, had the AC blasted, and uh, I also had on the, uh, you know, right there by the uh, tachometer. Speedometer as well. I put my phone there, so I had the Monday night game going, hitting my player props while watching the Dodgers. <laughs> Unfortunately, experience. Yeah, it was it was pretty. I mean, it was pretty fun. Like you know, when they would score, whatever. There's a lot of horn honking, light flashing. Yeah, kind of like the Tesla stockholder. You you felt like <laughs> you felt like you were kind of there, or at least there was some sort of like group sports watching I, experience. I, I appreciate your efforting. No, well, it wasn't me. My wife did it. So anytime my I wife assume. suggests watching sports, yeah, you, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be involved. <laughs> All right. So um, we have been doing a thrive fantasy lineup mm. on the DFS Wait. picks podcast. Are we going to do that before we talk about the contest? Oh, you're right. Let's do a little uh, oh, was- update of the free roll football contest presented by the good folks over at BetSperts. All our picks tracked over at BetSperts.com. Kramer. Oh. Let's take a. Uh, Christ, who was the week five winner? Week five winner, all by himself at eleven and three. Josh Bix fifty five. 
too bad. A, a friend of the program, Kyle Viking, came in second. Oh man, I, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big Kyle guy. On the season, Sean. He's a Canadian, you know. Oh, well, Just we, celebrated we, Canadian Thanksgiving. We, Shout we, out to all the Canucks listening. We like our Canadians, and uh, first tied for sixth place with a lot of people. Sean stacking the money green. Oh yeah, so I'm still hanging on to six. With all right, 44 correct picks. In fourth place, tied. It's Dubs with Wolverines 2019. Two people tied for second. Gambling engineer and Dejins da- Darren. I think we agreed on last week. Yes. Dejins Darren. And in first place, Sean. <laughs> Is it a mistake? Could it possibly be? Juan from Walgreens stands by himself <laughs> atop the leaderboard by two games with 48 correct picks. Well, 48 and 28, not bad. One from Walgreens. <laughs> I was actually in that Walgreens, that very Walgreens where it all went down today. Wow, how'd it go? Uh, Any drama? No, I did Juan was not working. Mm. Again. He was probably focused Had on an incident st- with Juan studying the National Football League <laughs> and dominating your ass in picks. Yeah, he is. He's beaten me by four. Uh, reminder, guys, because some of these games, especially last week, like yeah. a game will get postponed, or like the Bills game, the line posts late. So, of course, the contest is the person who gets the most correct wins. So you want to get a pick in for every game. If you're like me, I, I put in all my bet spurts uh, picks right after the podcast is over. But then I had to remind myself because yeah. when we recorded Some last week, there wasn't action. well, there wasn't uh, like the the Bills game. That line wasn't technically up, so you have to go back and uh, just keep an eye on it. So so you're getting all your picks in and maximizing your chances because it's not win percentage; it's correct against the spread uh, wins. Yeah, if that makes win. sense. I mean, we're just about winners. So we're only about wins. Sean, I, I'm impressed with the performance so far. Hopefully you can keep it up. Yeah. A lot of pressure, but I'm not even acknowledging it. To me, it's just business as usual. And uh really, you're just playing one week at a time. It's I, about the next I don't week. Wanna, I don't want to look ahead. I got a lot of thoughts for this week. And we're gonna get to them starting off with the Thrive Fantasy lineup. Like I was saying, we normally do this on the DFS Picks podcast, but uh there was no Thursday night football this week. So we're gonna give out a Sunday Thrive Fantasy oh. lineup. Of course, a shitload of props. Shitload of props. It's super fun. Basically, they give you 20 player props, over unders, and uh, over is worth a certain number of points, under worth a certain number of points. Basically, the juice. Yeah. Well, a little bit different to some degree. Uh, And you pick you pick the 10 favorite of those props, and then uh, yeah, you see how you do as far as hitting them. And then so there's a little bit of strategy in whether you take over under, but then also you want to be able to have a high score so you can maximize your points. But for example, an even money, the equivalent of an even even money bet would be worth a hundred points on each side. Yeah. If it was minus one ten on one side, it would be ninety versus plus one ten, one ten. Yep. Something like that. Let's get to it. Talking about the Sunday night game. I'm going uh first one I like. Adam Thielen over four and a half catches. Uh, this Vikings team, the offense at home, especially against this Atlanta defense. Mm. Thielen has 17 catches in the past two games. I, I think he gets over four and a half. I'll stay in that game. Calvin Ridley over 81 and a half yards uh, for this, for what everything you're saying. I think we, you know, we'll get to this later, but Minnesota has a nice matchup, uh, which means that Atlanta's going to be slinging that rock. Well, and I'll save it for when we actually, well, yeah, I'll save it for when we talk about the game, but I got an interesting coach angle as well. 
Phillip Rivers under one and a half passing touchdowns. They're going up against the Bengals. Bengals uh, have some have some people in the secondary banged up, but Phillip Rivers hasn't had two passing touchdowns in one game all season. I love going under here, and I think he could be a Taylor game. If you're Frank Reich, maybe you're taking the ball a little bit out of Phillip Rivers' hands. The Bengals have a horrible rush defense. I think they're just going to pound the rock, and and if they do let Phillip throw, it's very easy stuff. Uh, yeah. Kareem Hunt under the rushing total of seventy two and a half for ninety points. Uh, I I like the Pittsburgh front. I know Cleveland has the number one adjusted line yards on offense, but I I like the defensive front for this Pittsburgh team. I think it, maybe he gets it done through the air, but I'll take the under for ninety points. I'm going over seventy two and okay. a half there, and my angle is Baker is dealing with that rib injury, pretty limited. I think they're going to go out of Eat their him. way. To feed him, so I, I don't think he's going to have a great maybe yards per carry, but I think he's going to get I think he's going to get twenty five carries, and so I think it's a oh, okay. I think it's a volume thing for Kareem Hunt more so than him having an amazing game. Next up, uh, give me Stafford over the completions. Uh, the way you attack this Jacksonville defense is through the air. Stafford's going to have a good game. I, I threw him out in my DraftKings lineup. Uh, the over is one hundred and five points. I thought that was a little surprising. Uh, so over 23 and a half completions for Matt, Matty Stafford. Give me Allen Robinson of the bears over a half touchdown playing him yeah, in got that one as well. DFS as well. Don't understand the plus plus one fifteen on this points. He's a red zone target. And he actually doing a little deeper dive. He has the highest target share last week of any receiver 38%. Yeah, Foles is clearly locked into him. this lines wrong. Yeah, this lines wrong. Uh, I also have that one. So you feel like Antonio Gibson over 72 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Okay. It's giants defense kind of falling off the cliff. Kyle Allen. He's going to be the starter for the Washington football team. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, it's a good thing for Antonio Gibson receiving yards and rushing yards. Cause again, he, he's going to get involved in the passing game, especially with Kyle Allen checking it down. So yeah, give me uh, Antonio Gibson over 72 and a half yards combined. I got a Mr. Rivers, Phillip. Over one and a half passing touch, or sorry, under one and a half passing touchdowns. Um, I think, you know, and we'll we'll break down the game later. But I think since he's going to have a hard time stopping this rush, a running attack, and maybe there's no reason for him to throw more than one. Yeah, Lamar Jackson under two hundred and twenty and a half passing yards. He's only gone over yeah. that passing total, which is very low, once all season, once, and again. Uh, I it's less of me being a homer, and I just think that knee. If you watch that game, that knee is clearly bothering him. I think they're going to be running the ball a ton, and uh, I, I think over two twenty five and a half is kind of a stretch for this Baltimore offense. Uh, it's my second ice pick, I, so I agree with you. Um, but but back to my main lineup, uh, Mike Davis over a half rush touchdown. Yeah, I mean, he certainly he's going to get all those carries. People are scared away by the the name of the Chicago defense. I think he's going to get the volume, and if they get anywhere near the end zone, he's He's going to get the looks. He's going to get the looks. I'm going to go Cooper Cup over 73 and a half receiving yards. This San Francisco defense is bad. I I just don't think they're that good right now. They, I mean, Philadelphia had a ton of opportunities against them in the win. Uh, you know, they Whole got teams, carved um, up by Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're just hurt. Like they're, they're hurt up. and they, they clearly are missing Bosa and, and Buckner. They're not yeah. getting that pass rush, which really bails out their their uh, defensive side as well. So I, I think Cooper cup could have a big game over 73 and a half receiving yards. Uh, Danny dimes over 260 and a half pass plus rush yards. 
Oh, that's where you get that, it. That's where you get it. Uh, th- that's that. This one felt like a lock to me. I don't know. George Kittle over a half touchdowns receiving. Rams have allowed three touchdowns to tight end so far. And even though Kittle has had that monster game against the Eagles, he's only had one touchdown this season. Didn't have one last week. Feels like he's kind of due for one. Can I can I say something controversial? Yeah. San Francisco's ship is really rocking hard. Oh yeah. They're really they're rocking hard. They're Gotta wonder, tough. does Kyle Shanahan does he know how to steer a ship through this kind of adversity? Yeah, I think well, Question I mean, we were mark. all over the the hangover year for the 49ers, Devon, and I think we're seeing it. Devontae Adams over 78 and a half receiving yards. Uh again, he's in my DraftKings lineup. Remember, Aaron Rodgers throw I it's been cute. He's throwing it to other players while Adams has been hurt, but coming off the bye, I expect big things here. Yeah, and it looks like Lazard is still out, so uh not that he would steal that many t- uh targets from him, but uh yeah, great spot for Devontae Adams. My last thrive fantasy pick, Daryl Henderson under a half touchdown. And this to me is just kind of fading the heat. He's coming off a three touchdown game. I don't think he's gonna get one in this one against the Rams. I Cosine. Think- yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm on the over. Oh, you're on, on the, the over. over. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I see the other angle to it. I think there was there was some value yeah, this was on an the ice under. Pick, though this was my second ice pick, which means I have two more. Uh, you should have two ice picks left. I have two regular picks left. Uh, Aaron Rodgers over two and a half passing touchdowns plus interceptions. Again, I I don't quite get that one. I could see him throwing a pick and two touchdowns fairly easily. So over for 85 points. Yeah, my two ice picks: Brady over twenty three and a half completions, Evans over five and a half uh, receiving uh, receptions. And my last one: now that I'm a kicking prop specialist, Robbie Gold under six and a half points for plus for one hundred and twenty points. So yeah, it's just that easy. You pick in the same way that you pick players on normal DFS with the salary. This time you're just picking them for the player props, the app, easy to use. You can do it too. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just go to thrivefantasy.com. Use our promo code SGP, get a instant deposit match up to 50 bucks and not a huge uh, rollover or anything like that. And again, thrivefantasy.com promo code S G P. It's pretty simple. Like you really don't, it's not like, like DraftKings is calculus. Thrive fantasy is addition. And it's great. It's very binary. You know, you don't have to do a ton of math. Did you mention the overlays? Yeah, there's a tremendous overlay opportunity, as Ryan likes to point out. Well, well, right now there's six people in this contest. <laughs> they fill up a little bit more, but the prizes are guaranteed, and and not all these contests fill up. So there is a nice uh, winning percentage there. Yeah, shout, shout out to TD Kenny, uh, Carne Asada, Mike Jones, two thirty, Big Chops. They've joined us. Yes, they're riding with us, and the ice picks are in case of emergency. Uh, there's a late scratch, uh, whatever happens. Yeah, someone doesn't because it's a, it's a they well, if they start the game, it, it they're good. It's action. So yeah. basically, if they're inactive for any reason, all right, Sean, are we ready? say they get a DUI, whatever. Yeah, let's do it. Let's start talking games. No Thursday night game. Thursday. Oh no, Thursday. We we had to sacrifice it for some Tuesday night. That's all right. Sunday. I will say NFL. Fuck you. Why are we only getting two games at the late window? It's stupid. I mean, I give I'm, me one more. Come on, give me three. I'm sure I got four fucking TVs. What are we <laughs> gonna do with this bullshit? Put baseball on. We're gonna have golf, baseball. I'm sure it's one of those things where the TV rights or this fucking stupid. But a lot of people have NFL Sunday ticket, and one of the two late games the is NFL. is of course the Jets. The Jets. Well, that's all right. We we're gonna have action on that. Yeah, so I, I feel I like we're gonna fun. be on that. 
All right, let's get going. But Sun- wait, you're. Sh- I'm seeing uh, three late games. Do oh, d- did I? Uh, did I? Fu- yeah, this is the night game. I apologize. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rams, Rams, 49ers night game. But yeah, I mean the Green Bay uh, Packers, Tampa Bay should be a good game, and and Jets, Miami should be. I have a feeling uh, we could be involved in that game. So. Let's get to it, Sean. <clears throat> 10 a.m. on the West Coast, 1 p.m. on the East Coast. The Chicago Bears coming off Thursday night that upset of the Bucks. They head to Carolina to take on the Panthers, where the Panthers are minus one and a half points, minus one twenty-five on the money line. Chicago plus one oh five. Forty-five is the total. I, I know I, I told you earlier I think we're gonna be lockstep. I don't think we're gonna start lockstep because I, I feel like you're gonna be on Carolina here. So tell me why you like Carolina here. Well, you're incorrect, Ryan, because oh. I'm going with the Chicago Bears. Nice. The late line movement is scaring me. And the fact here's what scares me about the Chicago pick. It scares me in that uh, it seems like they're the public must be backing Chicago because it was three points when it was three Chicago plus three. I was loving it, still liking it a bunch. Well, obviously, Robbie Anderson scares me. I, I think he could get behind some of this uh, Bears secondary, and again, Davis against some of the the Bears defense. But or I guess one other thing that's scary is Foles seems to come up in big games, primetime spots going you up against this against Tom game. Brady. I'm worried the uh, he might not. He, we might see a flaccid Foles uh, in a early game at Carolina. Let me help you feel a little bit better about your pick. Chicago is coming off games against Indy. Yep, number four DVOA in rush defense, and Tampa Bay number three in DVOA rush defense. Both pretty fucking good overall defenses as well. I call out the rush defense because at we we I think we all gave out David Montgomery on the DraftKings lineup. Yeah, uh, and part of the reason you like this is they have a very cush opera. Uh, it's a it, Carolina. I even was surprised to see that they were 29th against the run according to DVOA because they just haven't been that good. And when you look at any metric for this Panthers defense, they're just not good. Chicago is finally going to have a softer matchup. I'm surprised they're not favored. I think maybe we should a bit earlier in the week. I think they end up closing as the favorite in this one. Carolina stock is high. Remember what we thought about this team before the season. Uh, we thought the roster was going to be thin. We thought they were going to be young, and we thought there was going to be a new coach. You like them to win some games, and I yeah. think they have an opportunity. I'm, I was higher than market on Carolina, but this is a spot that I just don't like for them. Chicago coming off the long rest, I like the Chicago offense to get healthy against this defense. As I as I pointed out in the DraftKings, David Montgomery has a game here, and Chicago gets the road win to just continue this ridiculous streak. Of winning football games, yeah, they're kind of pulling stuff out of their ass, but they could be that team. And we always are see, they a public team right now? Uh, that I don't know, but they they certainly could be a team that pulls shit out of their ass. And kind of adding to that, a reason why I like Allen Robinson so much in fantasy, DraftKings, Thrive Fantasy, whatever. Uh, the Rye. Panthers, they're uh, they're pretty injured on that defensive side of the ball. A defensive unit that was kind of like you said, not amazing to begin with. They're missing their cornerback one yep. Jackson. And that was the guy who's supposed to be guarding Allen Robinson. And now I think it's just going to be a long day. And again, David Montgomery, like you said, you nailed the rushing aspect, but I think he's going to have a big day catching passes out of the backfield. And if you can give Foles that easy stuff as well to keep drives moving, I, I think it's going to be tough for them. Do, do you take the points or do you take the money line? 
I'll take the I'll take the points. I could see I if this game was like 24-23, I wouldn't be shocked. So uh yeah, I'll take one and a half and I'll wait to see if this gets if this goes the other way a little bit and gets closer back to three. But I, I still like it at Chicago plus one and a half. In the odd shark capture cup, it's at three. So if we end up playing it there, that's a couple nice one and a half point value. Yeah, and this is a this is one of the games where you know Sean, I like to get my bets down super early in the week. Sometimes uh, this is one of the games I got down. I, I was I was considering getting down on, but like just like you, I didn't get the three, so it, it seemed like you just wait at this point. You're not going to lose much value, even if it flips over to Chicago minus one, minus one and a half. Next up, Detroit coming off the bye week, Sean. They head to Jacksonville to take on the Jags. This one bumped up a lot with Detroit not playing football from minus one and a half on the look ahead to minus three, minus 175 on the money line for the Lions, plus 155 for the Jags. 54 and a half is the total. Uh, I'm going to be leaning into got teams coming off bye weeks or at least teams with decided advantages and rest. Since 2003, road favorites off a bye. Road favorites off a bye are 62. 28 and two. That's nearly 70% Sean, but not 70%. It's actually 69%. Nice total DGN trend right there. Uh, it was a very strong trend. It popped off the page to me because that's not a small sample size. And I get the logic you're getting them short with, with a shorter price than, than expected because they didn't play last week and they are going to have a decided advantage, especially in COVID times. Give me my Detroit Lions laying the three points. You can talk now, Sean. Oh, thank you, Ryan. Thank you for allowing me to talk on the podcast. I, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Jacksonville. No, uh, Jaguars are getting Miles Jack back and C.J. Henderson back. I think that's going to help their defense, which uh, really needed it. I, I think Robinson is going to be a tough guard for the Lions. I like Gardner Minshew's confidence at home. And you want to talk about trends? Let's look at Matt Patricia. Let's look at Matt Patricia on the road. One and seven, the last eight games on the road. And yeah, granted oh, that one sample size. That one win came in a dome against Arizona. But I, I, I think this Jacksonville team is gonna get up for this game. I don't like taking ro- non-conference road favorites that are laying w- for Detroit, minus three is a big number for this Detroit team. A flawed a Detroit team. And uh, you know, AP is an old guy, and s- somehow he's their workhorse. If you're old, Florida's hot as shit, and but it's I, it's tough to play. That's not the matchup. You go after this defense because they don't have a pass rush, and that's the real story in this game. I agree. The Detroit's adjusted line yards on defense is pathetic. I think if I last. if I passed games, Ryan, which oh, I don't, no. I would pass this game. But I, it, I'm going Jacksonville yeah. plus three. Yeah, I guess the last thing I'll say, Jacksonville's pass defense is. It's it's really bad. Like they're really bad compared to the the second worst team. So just caution there. And 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 also early bye weeks. This was a weird season. The teams didn't have a lot of time. So having a full week where you're practicing and prepping. For, I mean, I, I think the bye weeks are going to be critical this year. I'm going to lean into that. I really like that road favorite trend. Atlanta heads to Minnesota, Sean, where the Vikings are minus four, minus two hundred five on the money line, plus one seventy five for the Falcons. 54 and a half is the total. Tell me, I mean, we, we got, we like Zimmer, right? Zimmer is going to get this thing, right? Yeah. I like Zimmer. And again, as far as like the emotional hedge that kind or emotional advantage 
we didn't hear anything about Dan Quinn. We didn't no. hear we didn't hear about Matt Ryan wanting to fight Dan Quinn. We didn't hear about players like ready to that he was calling him out. It was people don't hate Dan Quinn. Dan no. Quinn wrote a letter to the city thanking him for his time there. I mean, look at this picture. YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Yeah, he's just throwing up the peace sign. There is this is a deflating. There's this isn't they're not gonna win one in Minnesota to say F you to Dan Quinn. And this Atlanta team, I, I just you can't give me enough points to take this Atlanta team. And they still haven't, I mean, they've just been injured so much on that defensive side of the ball. And the and Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, they looked really good in Seattle for a long period of time. And of course, they ran into the buzzsaw that is Danger Russ, and they pulled that game out at the end there. But there was a lot. There was a big portion of that game where Minnesota looked really good, and they didn't seem to miss a beat with Dalvin Cook being out. They brought in Alex Madison. the the re, The receivers for the Vikings are just licking their chops to go up against this yeah. uh, Atlanta defense, and no pass rush. They're going to be able to run the ball all over them. And Matty Ice, who is a guy I was never really on board with, does seem like he's losing a little bit of that fastball. Like he was in a dome last week at home, and there were just some throws. Against his he, Panthers defense, which I don't think is amazing, that he just couldn't make. Just can't make all the throws. I mean, not not quite Philip Rivers bad, but he was kind of in that ballpark. So oh. yeah, I'm all I'm all over Minnesota here. I mean, it should be three, but I'll even I'll take it at four. What do we always say about Zimmer? Gets the most out of his team, and he's good against the spread off Gets the, the loss. Most out of his teams, nineteen four and one against the spread, and and now and you nineteen saw- four and one against the spread as a home favorite against a non divisional opponent. I went deep there. That you you got a little cute with the non-divisional. And four. Well, and I just think, in general at home, thirty and sixteen against the spread. And I think they finally we talked about how young and inexperienced that defense was. That was a good test in Seattle, and you I, you could say like, well, they let him drive down, but that was a good experience going against this Russell Wilson team, which is and it's possibly not let, the best team. And it's not a letdown either. I, I don't think it's a letdown spot. And it, and if anything, just a, one more point on Dan Quinn, Sean. Uh, Cause I had to pull this out. Do you know what Dan Quinn's against the spread record was as an NFL head coach? It's got to be like thirty-five percent, thirty-seven and forty-eight, which is good for forty-three point five percent. Do you know that Adam Gase has a better against the spread record? Really? And Dan Quinn at twenty-nine, thirty-seven and three, good for forty-three point nine percent. Well, that includes his time in Miami, then. Yeah, total. Oh, okay. Just, just him as a Jets head oh, coach. I'm sure I could pull that data for you. And it's probably not very good. Yeah. But and again, that goes back to gut handicapping. My guts always told me to be wary of this Atlanta team that they weren't winners. And it, well, so let's just talk Raheem, Raheem Morris is gonna fill in. And is he the kind of guy, is he a rah-rah guy that's gonna make the change? I mean, we saw it last week. Felt a little lucky to get that angle covering with Purnell and the Texans. Uh, but that was more about the defense, and we'll talk about this later. But the defense actually changed the way that they were playing well, because Bill O'Brien was a chuck was a, just a piece of shit. With with this Dan Quinn situation, it seems like people are like whatever. And I don't know if Raheem Morris is this fire and brimstone guy that's going to rally the troops. And I don't know who is there like a J.J. Watt or even like a Deshaun Watson to rally that. I mean, I guess it's Matt Ryan. I guess it's Julio Jones, but Houston was at home too. And, and playing for some pride there. Now you're going on the road. The season's already done. Nobody gives a shit. And that's the problem with this Atlanta team. The season is effectively over. Here's the one wrench that I keep being reminded of. 
they ran the table down the stretch last year. But and I would say this is a good argument for why they're not going to do it again. They already got that Raheem yeah. Morris a bump when they start. You know they were what one and five, one and six, and then they finished uh, seven and nine or whatever, whatever that was. When Raheem Morris was named the defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn fired himself as defensive yeah. coordinator. So they got think- that little bump, and that 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 Raheem Morris bump is already out of their system. They're like, oh, okay, Dan Quinn's not doing it anymore. We're gonna have our shit together. They've already gotten that out of their system. There's no hope for this Atlanta team. And Raheem Morris, I guess we'll find out. Not we don't know if he's gonna be a good head coach. No, I mean, and again, you wouldn't know it by the rest of this Atlanta season. But we'll see. Maybe they, maybe he really rallies them. I just don't see it. I, the only concern is that Atlantic, this could be a shootout, but I, I'm also laying the points. I, you know, I was a little surprised. This wasn't in the five to six range, Sean, uh, my power rankings have this at six and a half <laughs> Houston heads, to Tennessee coming off Tuesday night football. And uh, Sean, the first thing I thought when I watched Ryan Tannehill, just look like a God was, I can't wait to fade this Titans team. They are minus three at Ooh. home against the Texans minus minus one seventy-five on the money line, Houston plus one fifty-five, fifty-two and a half. But then I see, well, the, the spread's still only three and this Texans team is trash. Now the one nugget, the one nugget I do have is Houston was shit on defense. And I don't know if Romeo Cornell had something to do with this, but he comes in, they start getting a little bit of a rush. They get a couple of turnovers. Could just be Jacksonville is a little bit. Yeah. Crap. I mean, I, I, on the flip side, Tennessee, Sean, they scored on all six of their red zone appearances. They're scoring touchdowns on 82% of their red zone drives on the season. That has to regress. That has to slow down. But this fucking t- Texans team is trash and they are wasting. They're wasting to Sean Watson. Well, yeah, and and when they fired Bill O'Brien, to me the plan was take Houston this week and then put him back at the auto fade corner, and it actually works out great going up against this Titans team. I mean, yeah, they're coming off a big primetime win, short rest. That's something to be scared of. But there's a million reasons why you should be excited. First off, the Titans center he simulated a three-hour game in his backyard. Now that is that is just next level. I I mean when I read that I'm like, why oh is this not a well, all right? I'm serious. Why is this not a six-point spread? Because I think because people are smart and they, or at least they're factoring in the Tuesday to Sunday turnaround. But the this Rabel team is I, I'll give him some credit. He's got uh, his team's tough. Yeah, and this is and they're even like nobody believes in this Ryan Tannehill. Uh, was quoted as saying, "We are a little ticked off about how we've been treated, how we've been talked about these last couple I, weeks." I'm proud of you, Ryan. Stand <laughs> up for yourself. And he should. Ryan Tannehill, since becoming the <laughs> Titans starter, it's pretty good. One sixteen point seven passer rating. Patrick Mahomes one oh two point three. Look at that. Uh, I, I mean, again, would I rather have Patrick Mahomes? Certainly, but Ryan Tannehill deserves a ton of credit. This Titans team deserves a ton of credit, and I think. Maybe all that rest they had, they're not traveling. I don't think the Tuesday to Sunday turnaround will be a huge thing for this Titans team. And they don't seem to read their press. Cl- I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the team, but they seem to get up for Vrabel. All right. So, yeah. But and they, then, of course, the Derrick Henry stiff arm. It's, it, I mean, that was just epic. They didn't have to travel. I think that's really important here. Sure. They lost the day. Yeah. But this is like Monday to, it's not that crazy. The, the, here, here's the here's the only thing that matters. Houston can't stop the run. 
I think Houston is going to have a real hard Derrick time. Henry. Derrick Henry has kind of been in chill mode. He hasn't had a shitload of carries. He's well I, I rested. I don't know, right? I, like, saw, I saw Josh Norman. I don't think Derrick Henry was in chill mode. No, in that he's not getting a ton of carries. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's, he's not like worn a boxer out. who went to jail for a couple of years. He's yep. fresh this year. He's he hasn't played. He's got those prison legs. Most of these guys, they're working on week six. The Titans are working working on like week <laughs> four and a half. So I I look I. I hate to do it, but I'm going to tighten up this week, Sean, and no, I'm going I'm I'm, to lay the three points. Yeah, I, I mean, I, again, why is this not six or seven? It's a divisional matchup. I get that. Last week, I told myself, "Don't get fucked by laying point too many points in divisional matchups." I just these teams are not even on a neutral field. You're telling me neutral field? This is an even matchup? No, I mean the fact that it's only three, I guess is a little worrisome, but I, I think what it is, is like we said, I, I think it's just them factoring in that Tuesday rest disparity. But I think the the fact that you don't have to travel, it just makes a lot of, and I don't if, know, three feels like a gift. And if any of your friends are trying to say, well, Houston looked like the offense was getting it right last week. Jacksonville's the worst defense in the league. So that's how it's supposed to go. Next up the football team from Washington. They head to New York to take on the giants. Still in search of the first win, Sean. Minus two and I a noticed half. that. Minus two, uh, 140 on the money line. Football team plus 120. 43 is the total. It's an awfully low total. <laughs> it's, it is. 43? Yeah. No, I agree. That's it's kind of low. Uh I don't I don't really I in want, what you world? First. You go first. in what universe can the New York Giants team g- give someone else points? Hey, we don't need these points. We've been getting too many points. We'll make we'll make things uh, a little closer. Sur- survive- we'll give you some points. You haven't won the goddamn game. How can you give someone points? Kyle Allen, pretty bad. Road team. Kyle uh, Allen. What are you? Road Kyle team. Allen's won games. <laughs> road team uh, at MetLife Stadium, forty-eight and thirty-two against the spread, Sean. Yeah. The, again, the Giants and Jets have not won a game in MetLife Stadium this season. Giants. The one thing they had going for them was they they kind of had their shit together as far as like not getting a ton of penalties and looking sloppy. The defense was just outright sloppy. Arm tackling, two called back touchdowns. I mean, so one I mean, you could say like okay, it's some some of the calls maybe ticky-tacky, but like not getting lined up straight on your fake field goal. I mean, you're you're the head coach is a special teams coach. Yeah, can't screw There's that up. no excuse and the Washington defense has shown the ability to create turnovers. They're tied for third in the league with six interceptions. Enter who couldn't get a passing touchdown against the Dallas defense. I, I, I mean, this Washington team not horrific. Giants horrific. It, it's just that easy of a handicap. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll say this: the, the Giants. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll no, I'll just I'll inform you of the the rivalry. The Giants don't. Often lose at home to the football team or the Redskins. Yeah, uh, that would be the only positive angle. I, I'm not. I'm not sure what you do with this one. This game came too early in the season. No one needs to watch this. this I told you what you do, Ryan. Yeah, you take. I guess you take the football team just because this. Uh, no, no. Do you take the football team? <laughs> yes, of course. Okay. You take the two and a half. Giants aren't a good. I mean, the Giants aren't covering. Uh, the Giants weren't a good home team before they were a bad team. Yeah, and the what's happening with the Giants and Giants have always been a better road team than ho- home team. 
No, I mean, even dating back to, I mean, yeah. even dating back to fucking Parcells, like, even, even in Eli's time, I would say the giants have always had bad years, but now they've become a bad organization, right? Like they're, yeah. they're drifting from Fire a, everyone there's they're drifting from like, okay, it's a down year, rebuilding year, rookie quarterback, new guy. Okay. That coach didn't work out. But now it's like the organization top to bottom is just bad. And well, it starts kind of an embarrassment. It's, it's <laughs> it starts to spiral because you, you end up with a situation where you're bad, but then you yep. want to, you want to be reasonable and give enough time. And that works the first time uh, and maybe the second time. But when you waste that time on a guy like Ben McAdoo, mm. who, you know, if the story is true, the story's true about Ben McAdoo wanting to wanting work to out Patrick Mahomes management didn't want him. They said, give Eli another year. You know what though? Would you trade uh, John Patrick Mahomes for another <laughs> For losing out that Eli Manning year. All I read from the beat writers is how the team is still bought in. Oh, okay. Coming home off a loss against the Cowboys, but they really got to win. They took out Dak, helping the division. Now they get to smash the team that they always beat at home, the Washington football team. Lay the points. All (laughs) rise. Couldn't do it. It was three. I was prepared to take the football team at three. But two and a half. <laughs> I know they tell you to take the two and a half, lay the whatever. Cleveland heads to Pittsburgh where the Steelers are minus three, minus one seventy on the money line. Cleveland plus one fifty. Fifty one's the total. Sean, when's the last time Pittsburgh was minus three only against the Cleveland Browns? Sanula Cleveland Browns. Ryan, stat of the day. Don't, don't you dare pick the Browns. Since Bill Burr has come on the podcast defending Baker Mayfield while also <laughs> insulting his headband, the Browns have been four and oh, I think three and one against the spread. Bill went oh, on man. to host an awesome episode of Saturday Night Live. So <laughs> had a lot and, to do and, with it. A lot of people were asking, you know, did uh is Lorne scouting for hosts from listening to the podcast? I can't confirm or deny whether he listens to the show and whether Bill's appearance led to him getting SNL. But I believe uh, it. Let's just say Lord Michaels, uh, possibly liked, a hashtag Dejans only. He liked the performance. <laughs> it's like I, I love those calling pieces. We got to get Bill on the show, and uh, one thing led to another. Sean, you want a hot take? Yeah, this should be a touchdown. That's a hot take. The fact that you're so in on Pittsburgh is a little is a little worrisome. Uh, I do like Cleveland's defense. I like Cleveland in DFS defense, but I'll tell you what was really you campaigned on the. Cleveland's won three games in a row platform last week. Yeah, now that was wrong. Rinse and repeat, baby. I'm not gonna just cycle back my takes. I'm gonna explain. I like Miles Garrett this week to get some pressure on Big Ben. Yeah. The difference to me, and I do think there's something real here, is that Baker Mayfield rib injury. We watch I've watched that game. There were so many throws that Baker had that should have been turnovers, should have been uh picked off, and they weren't. And then after he took that shot. I'm a little bit worried for him. And I think JJ Watt or sorry, TJ Watt, Bud Dupree have big games against the Cleveland offensive line. The that, fact that it's three, I, I think just makes this really easy. If it's three and a half, four, I'm thinking about Cleveland, really? but at three, okay. no, to me, it's pretty close. And and I think I was, I, I'm not as high as I should be about Pittsburgh or uh, about Cleveland. So I'm kind of giving them a little bump in my power rankings, but still there were a lot of mistakes on that offensive side of the ball. And they let up a special teams. Uh, touchdown. So I think there's opportunity there in the return game for the Steelers and Pittsburgh at home. I mean, Pittsburgh at home, they're just a good team. It's really that simple. 
I just the, yeah, there's there's and still demons. Cleveland going to Pittsburgh. There's also a revenge angle here. There's also a fact that Pittsburgh is just playing well. Sure, you can come at me with well, well, Philly's got a shit team and they played him. That that's that's more of a rivalry than I think it's given. There's there's a strange rivalry element to that where the dudes they they got up. I mean, and 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 give Carson Wentz credit. The offense stepped up, and perhaps it was just the players on the field, but. I think the the Eagles played. They elevated their performance. Eagles, based Eagles on played numbers. hard, but Pittsburgh just a more talented team, and they were at home. And you know, a, a couple close plays, they got the better of. Uh, I'm not going to take anything away from them. A couple, but, I, but a couple bad calls, missed field goal on the Eagles side. Uh, I'm not. I'm not shocked. I I'm guess shocked. I'm. I'm surprised. It's not three that the public isn't hasn't bet this higher. Yeah. So I guess I, I agree with that. I'm tremendously surprised it's not three and a half. Well, yeah, that's what. I mean, it opened at four. I mean, how, why does it move from four to three? That's the only thing that's scary. It's big money. They had some fans in Pittsburgh, and you know what? A, a Pittsburgh fan would want to rock. I'll tell you, a party belt, perfect for tailgating, perfect for just uh, and and Kramer football Sunday. Remind me, I'll tweet out a photo of me rocking the party belt here in the SGP uh, DJ cave. Very, uh, very easy to carry two beers. You know, what it reminds me of, uh, if you remember that great Simpsons episode, duff man, yeah. duff man had that sweet belt and then had beers on the side of his belt. You can get one of these yourself. Check them out. We got one in studio, youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Uh, we're showing off our SGPN DGENs only one, and you can get your own custom one. Whether it's a cornhole tournament, fantasy football tournament, I would definitely get one now uh, for your fantasy football champion. Fun gift there, cornhole gift. Uh, I don't know. You're in a frat. Whoever's like the the best frat guy, give him one. Perfect for uh, you can shotgun a beer and then still have a slow drinking beer. Whatever you want. Partybelts.com. Party like a pro, partybelts.com. Use that promo code SGP. Get 15% off your party belt. And it it wears like a real belt. Can't wait to <laughs> to wear this around. Maybe model it for the in the pregame periscope. Oh yeah, that sounds good. And you can sling it over your shoulder like a wrestling belt. Partybelts.com, promo code SGP. Uh, one quick nugget uh, back to a couple games because I had I had noted some uh, some money distribution that I wanted Ooh. to call out. Titans are ninety percent right now, ninety uh, percent of the cash, eighty percent of the tickets, and uh, I, I did have circled that the uh, the football team is getting almost seventy, uh, almost seventy percent of the uh, the, t- the tickets. Wow! When you start Kyle Allen, who is starting? If 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 we that wasn't I'm clear. just saying that's cr- that's crazy. He did that, that that they would be uh, getting that many tickets. Pointing that out there. Next up, Sean, your Philadelphia Eagles. They head to Baltimore. Sorry, they host Baltimore. Yeah, and they come. There's going to be fans. Point underdog plus two ninety five on the money line, minus three sixty five for the Ravens. Forty seven and a half is the total. If you're a believer that Lamar is still a little banged up, yeah, you gotta you gotta be just looking at this number and ooh, juicy. It, it scares me how juicy the dog is in this spot. It makes me want to go the other way. I I don't understand that logic. It's too obvious. Because what? All right. Because I I I thought this was going to be Baltimore minus it, maybe a touchdown. I thought if it got to a touchdown, that was interesting. I'd start thinking about the Eagles. The fact that we're at eight, it, it makes 
it makes it's like they're asking us to take the Eagles. Well, and, and that, I, that's what I'm. That's I think what, I'm what what moved that last point is Darius Slay being in the concussion protocol. Him not being out there on Sunday, if that happens, that is huge. But uh, for the reasons why you should bet the Eagles, do Mar- cornerbacks usually miss a week? Uh, again, I, I don't know. The fact like two. He's still in the concussion protocol, and we're taping it late. You know, afternoon Wednesday. So. It's, and if he's it's out, right that's in the mix. trouble, right? Yeah, that's really bad trouble. I mean, they're already they got Jalen Mills back at cornerback. He sucks. I mean, again, that was part of the Claypool disaster. So I, I don't know who care uh, who covers uh, Hollywood Brown. The tight end is going to be uh, trouble, uh, as you know. We've struggled <laughs> with the tight ends. Shout out to Nate Gary, who I'm sure will be devoting a uh, large portion of the Diehard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network to. He's, He's just bad. shitting on Nate Carey. He's bad. But Baltimore, I mean, it, Lamar only ran the ball two times. And just watching that live, he looked it, banged up. Yeah, and it's not like they destroyed Cincinnati on the offensive side of the ball. Really, it was just the turnovers by the Bengals. One led to a defensive touchdown, other put him in a great spot. Uh, Carson Wentz didn't fumble uh, at all against the Steelers. If he cannot fumble and maybe just throw one pick, I think they'll be in a good spot. For me, one, two big things. Well, obviously the emergence of Travis Fulgham, who again, limited sample size, but I'm, I got full cam fever. The, it Ryan. sounds like extra skin somewhere. What? A oh Fulgham. yeah. Yeah. I, I just, every time I hear, or some sort of <laughs> medical device that you, is used for pro you need a boil to get rid of your Fulgham. <laughs> uh, I got Fulgham fever, man, because it wasn't like the Greg Ward uh, little mojo that happened at the end of last season where Greg Ward was just finding open spots yeah. over the middle of the field. Wentz is able to throw contested balls to Travis Fulgham and he gets position on these guys. Does penicillin help with that fever? <laughs> now, now the Baltimore cornerbacks uh, are bigger, more physical, so it'll be interesting to see if he can Tough still matchup. do that. But uh, I'm optimistic. Miles Sanders catch, catching balls out of the backfield. And what's huge is the Eagles' defense has always been much better, especially in the Jim Schwartz era at home. And I think there's something to the fans being a part of that. The Eagles. Are going to be hosting 7,500 fans. Doug Peterson says the players are going to feel energized to have yeah. them out mm-hmm. there. We've seen uh, the lack of juice at at home early on, and I think those 7,500 drunk maniacs, because you know the people that are going to this game are the drunkest, craziest Eagles yeah, fans, of course. and they're going to sound like 60,000 fans. No one believes in this team. No and one. last but not least, Ryan. I, yeah. Go ahead. Get out, get out the condiments. We got ourselves a sandwich spot. You have a division game with the Cincinnati Bengals. Get your little card out. Yep, yep. I and then I who's next, Ryan? Who's next for the Baltimore? Look ahead spot. Pittsburgh, the the biggest game on their calendar. Yep. The one they're circling. You got a non-conference road game. Yep. Where you're an eight-point road favorite. Yep. I mean. Although I can't trust these cards anymore. The schedule keeps changing. Oh, that's why you're so mad about the COVID rescheduling. Your card is useless now. I made this map and it's fucking useless now. In fact, I'm I'm getting rid of it. Toss it. But yeah, I, I fucking again, Homer as hell, but give me the Eagles plus eight. Ryan, take Baltimore minus eight. You know you want to. I'm going to. Okay, great. Because good. they're asking us to take Philly for some reason. And I think the area that really, 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 really scares me if I'm an Eagles fan is this just it it's the ability for this Eagles offensive line to to maintain any sort sort of uh, of line against the run or the pass. I think it's gonna be trouble. 
And I think it's going to put them behind the eight ball. I don't think Lamar is going to be a hundred percent, but I think this is a game where they can just kind of get it done because of that defense. Like you mentioned, I think the offense is going to be able to run the ball. Uh, and if, if Lamar doesn't have part of the reason we, we if, if they don't have to drop back and pass, I, I think they can coast and, and get a nice 10, 13, 14 point win here. So Carson Wentz passer rating when targeting Travis Fulgham, Ryan, can you guess it? I, I like the angle. Perfect. 158.3. And, and you know, passer rating when targeting anyone else, we won't I'm read pulling, the rest of that. I, I'm pulling for, for you, buddy, but thanks. Uh, this is a scary matchup because I think what do we keep saying every weekend? Oh shit. Baltimore's pretty fucking good. Yeah. But they've all, I don't know. They've done it against bad teams and the Eagles certainly a bad record, but they're not playing quite like a horrible team. At least these past two games. Well, and the thing to point out with Baltimore is they, while the defense is very good third in DVOA, the offense is, is more mediocre than it, than it was last year. Obviously not historic elite. 19th passing DVOA, still a great rushing attack fifth, but the, the, the difference is Lamar is not, you know, Lamar, the quarterback isn't throwing the ball as well this year, Sean. Next up Cincinnati heads to Indy to take on the Colts where this is another eight point spread Colts laying it minus three eighty five on the money line plus three Oh five for the Bengals. 46 and a half is the total already ran to the window already ran to the window. I don't think uh, I told you, I like the prop. Phillip Rivers under one and a half passing touchdowns because I think they're gonna run. They're gonna have forty carries in this game since yeah. he's not gonna be able to slow him down. Yeah, we gotta. I got my next DraftKings lineup. I gotta put Taylor in because he's gonna. It seems like him. I think and maybe Naheem Hines. I don't know. I, I gotta look at their distribution, but I think Taylor could have a just from a volume perspective, or maybe there's a sneaky number two in there, not Hines, maybe someone else. And and, it, and I don't see it noted here, but to confirm, this is not a close your eyes special, right? Cause they didn't underperform by 21. I think they lost no. by 24. The spread was like 12. So. Nope. Nope. I, uh, I definitely went through and marked it. Um, are you talking about Cincy? Yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, Indy is the play here. I've already Sean. I don't want to tease the teaser, but I already, uh, this is a just circle this game for your teaser. Cause it's, it's going in, put it in some opens, do what you got to do. Cause Indy is rolling here. Well, and I got a, I got a ton of, we didn't notes. even talk about the Indy defense, but go ahead. I got a ton of notes. Darius Leonard not practicing, and that's oh, that's, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, maybe he ends up showing up. They have a bye coming up after this game, so that's always scary if a guy's close uh, because then they can just hold him out that extra week. They what is huge? Who is practicing? Anthony Costanzo, the the left tackle for the Colts. I think him not being there last week was a big. And I, Philip Rivers, though that what worries me is. That arm. It's looking a little al dente. Like you could just toss it, <laughs> toss in a little marinara sauce, with some clams. What? That is a that is al dente. A, like it's a little undercooked. It's that's a noodle ass arm if I've ever seen one. Maybe overcooked. But what we got, what we got going is uh, Colts coming off a loss and injury wise too. The Bengals defense missing two of their cornerbacks, two of their defensive tackles. I, I think I think they just have a huge game. And Frank Reich was was full. Full fired up. I I think he's a much better coach than Zach Taylor, and this is a this is kind of a must win for this Colts team. I, I just don't see and and Burrow has taken so many shots. Now again, there is that world where he backdoors it, but I, I think he's going to take a ton of shots. And I still kind of think this Colts defense isn't bad. They were a little banged up, back to back road games. Probably should have factored that in more against uh, Cleveland. Uh, they're, they're the they're still the number one 
defense DVOA. So, yeah, uh, I think Burrow's going to have a tough, and that's with the injuries. Uh, Burrow's going to have a tough, tough game. I think uh, this is a get-right game for that Colts rushing attack and Philip Rivers. Honestly, I think the offense moves the ball well, but really, it's about the defense. I don't know how since he does much here, so you can safely lay the eight. I'll say this, Sean. I've been I've been questioning the numbers by the odds makers this week. Uh, this should be ten. This should be a double-digit yeah. line. And I think by the weekend it closes as a double digit line. So uh let's get your indie minus eight in early. I, I I've already bet it. I got seven and a half in my pocket. Denver coming off the bye, Sean. Well, even more than a bye. They haven't played a game since October first, because they had Thursday night rest oh, wow. as well. So extra, in extra long rest. Yeah. They head to New England, who's also off a bye. A bye. Now Cam can play. How convenient for the Patriots. <laughs> minus ten. Is the spread minus 400 on the money line plus 345 for the Broncos? 45 is the total. I, all right. So, I last week when I broke this game down, I said, Boy, I really wouldn't want to be the team that Belichick faces next. After that, he looked more rage filled than I've ever seen on the field in that game against Kansas City. Yep. Now, that there's a week removed. I don't really know how to approach this one. I, I know Denver isn't a good team. I don't think Melvin Gordon being out is a good thing. For, I, I like Philip Lindsay as much as you do, Sean, but I do think this team with their quarterback situation, they needed Melvin Gordon to eat some cash. Do we know Melvin Gordon's not playing? Oh, I guess do guys usually play after a DUI? Yeah, it's DUI. I mean, right. it, this Broncos organization uh, everyone's got a DUI. It's kind of like a, uh, That's true. it's a rite of passage in Denver. I, I mean, he didn't, he didn't practice today, but come on. I, I didn't even think of that angle. That's you hilarious. got, you, you got so the drunkest front office. What are they going to sit him down for a game <laughs> now? I mean, maybe, maybe they, uh, maybe they want to like try and get him suspended and whatever, but like, I don't know. It, it didn't sound like any sort of insane DUI where he was like threatening to have sex with an officer's wife and then uh, nut in her eye. AKA Robbie Anderson. Who I don't, games, I don't think he missed a game. So, well, that came out after the fact. Yeah. But um, again, I think the, in, the, the rest of the week has helped the Broncos a lot. Noah Fant looks like he's going to go now. He probably wouldn't have played last week and drew lock full participant. So you're, you're dealing with cam Newton, but yep. you get drew lock back. Noah Fant back. I, I mean, I like, I like the Broncos a lot getting 10 points. It just, I, I don't think you can lay 10 points with this Patriots team, the way it's constructed right now, the, the no. offense isn't dynamic enough. Well, cam, cam being back matters, I think. And maybe cam goes off and, and is fired up and runs all over the place. But this Denver team, part of the reason why they were struggling so much early was the injuries. Now, maybe, maybe some of the injuries are just too big for them to really overcome. But I, I think they, I think they hang in this game and at, at plus 10, that's all you need is to hang. I I very much worry about their ability to to move the ball. I do like that they're going to be forced to give Lindsay more action. Yeah, uh, one way or another. And, and he's I, he's good at it'll help slow the game down. And I do like that Denver's strength is stopping the run. I I think in a game where if if they get too cute and put the ball in Cam's hands too much, he has shown us bad Cam. If he's not running the ball, the throws still aren't there. So we saw some bad cam because he hasn't played in a while now. Like it'll almost be a month since Cam Newton the, played a game for the same reasons. I liked the uh, earlier. I liked Detroit. I think extra rest right now is so critical 
extra time to get prepared, get organized in a season that was very chaotic leading up to week one. I think it's a massive advantage. So both teams get it. It Belichick gets it just as much as Fangio, but I'm going to be with you and take the point, Sean. It's, it's uh, it, it's 10 points. And I don't know if Cam Newton is a guy you want to lay 10 points with. Yeah. 10 points is something you say for the team playing the jets. Next up the jets. This is the the late the late spot here. One oh five kick on the West Coast, four oh five on the East Coast. The Jets head to Miami. And, and really, when is the last time Miami played in that time window at home? I Yeah, I feel like they're always early spot. Real quick on that note though, I think as the week goes on and people realize Cam is playing, this line will even creep up to over ten. Ten and a half, eleven. Because this ten was like so? this ten was floating around, I think, pre Cam news even a little bit. Yeah, I don't know about like that. it opened nine and a half. Gilmore playing? No, I don't think so. It opened nine and a half though, so and that's I, a big deal. He's good. I, I think it gets higher than ten. I mean, I I bet it at ten. I'm fine with it. But if you want to roll the dice, I think you might get a ten and a half. Patriots win by like four points. Anyway, Dolphins laying ten points against the Jets. Sean four minus four hundred on the money line. Jets plus three twenty five. Jesus, it, it seems scary to have a minus four hundred m- money line tied to the Dolphins. Forty seven is the total. Uh, I'm I'm happy to put Brian Flores in the top five coaches in the National Football League right now. Uh, I'm I'm also I don't know like if you're ranking Ryan's in the NFL, where where does Fitzpatrick? They're Tannehill. They're mm. they're like two A and B in the MVP race behind Russell Wilson at this point. <laughs> well, it's so it's so fun about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Tannehill's been getting a bunch of hype, and they had that playoff run, and and deservedly so, yeah. playing really well. Brian Fitzpatrick still fifty nine hundred in DFS. Like no, no one, <laughs> no one is realizing this guy's balling zero, his ass off. Zero fucks to give, and, and maybe it'll fall apart. But until then, like, don't you just have to ride the hot hand? Uh, and and you're last go- time Miami was favored by that number this big, two thousand sixteen. Well, three. and we're dealing with a historically bad Jets team, and you have Joe Flacco, which again, his back is horrible. Yeah. Now he's he's got that long flight down to Miami. The heat and humidity, that's not good for thunderstorms. He's a fucking lightning rod out there on the field. <laughs> and uh, I think this Miami defense, I know the numbers won't support it, but they're passing the eye test to me. We watched that Seattle game. They gave uh Russell Wilson and that Seattle offense kind of all they could handle. Th- they are a I mean, they're an average, I would say they're an average to above average offense, which is considering they were a bad offense in yeah. years past. Especially in the passing game, eleventh and DVOA, slinging the rock, and that's all about Fitzpatrick. Kaseki should have a good matchup as well. And the Jets, to kind of put things in perspective, how bad the Jets are. The Jets haven't been within one score of any of their losses, not one. Sean. There's no other team, even your zero and five Giants, the zero and five Falcons. Well, Joe Judge is three and two against the spread. <laughs> thank you very much. Above five hundred. This is uh, this is uh, so they circa our good pals over at Circa put out the odds. To go zero and sixteen. First off, the the teams that go sixteen and zero, the Packers and Seattle, both seventy to one. Wow, feels like not unrealistic. Maybe one of those teams pull it off. Jets or Giants and Atlanta, the Falcons, to go uh, zero and sixteen. What would you guess the numbers at Ryan? In both teams or either or either or, you could bet either one individually it, the same price to go to to not win a game is probably like plus five hundred. Uh, it's fifty to one. Fifty to one. Yeah. Okay. So pretty surprising. I mean, I'm surprised. to one. I'm surprised it's that high. Plus five thousand. Mm. The Jets. A lot of bad teams, I guess. The Jets to go zero and sixteen. Very different price. I'll give you five that. Five to hit. one. 
plus 700. So, so they think the giants or the Falcons are seven times as likely or less likely as the jets to go defeated in the uh, NFL. I, season. I could see that. I could see that back to the game though, Sean, I, Miami. I think the interesting matchup area in this game is very simply that the week, like the jets have shown the ability to slow teams on the ground at times they can't stop anyone through the air yeah. and, and the dolphins are quite the opposite. The, the only caution I would say is, is the dolphins struggle against the run, but I don't think the jets are going to be in that situation. Although Le'Veon bell, they, they, they did fucking extract <laughs> that, that cancer from the locker room. Has he signed anywhere yet? Sean? No, he hasn't. No 17 games for Le'Veon bell, $27 million, Hanging zero, out with the- zero hundred yard games, zero rushes over 19 yards, hanging out with uh, Earl Thomas <laughs> playing some fucking Baccarat. He, he also wants you to pray I'll lay for the him. points with uh, you. Sean. Just pray for us. You know, as we go through this stuff, one uh, last quote before we move on, obviously I'm on Miami minus whatever number uh, case uh, he's been getting a lot of heat. Should he give up play calling? Uh, he told uh, the media that he had talked to his staff about the play calling question. <laughs> The people who work under him, and they agreed he's the best guy for the job. <laughs> Fucking Kim Kim Jong Gase over here. Yeah. I mean, it really seems like they're just keeping him there to to get Trevor Lawrence, right? There's no other reason. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how you haven't fired him yet. Well, because I, I think he's doing a good job of losing games. Yeah, but I. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, why haven't the I mean, I don't know why he was he came back this season. That's a great that was question. the more confusing. Why one. do you hire him to begin with? I, I don't understand any of these questions. Green Bay coming off that bye week, Sean. America's game of the week. They head to Tampa to take on Tom Brady and the Bucks, who are a one point home dog, plus one hundred on the money line. Packers minus one, or I'm sorry, minus one twenty. Fifty five is the total. Uh, this, as much as I like the angle the buy angle. And I, I told you, what did I tell you? Road road by what was the stat I had? Come on, Sean, help me out. Oh, well, road, 14 something and one road favorites off a of buy. Yeah. 62, 28 and two. And I, it's so hard to ignore that as much as my instincts say, take Tampa. And as much as, as I was doing my picks today, I'm like, Jesus Christ, you're on a lot of favorites again. Well, if you want to look at trends, Brady coming off a loss as an underdog, 14 and one against the spread. But that is a different Tom Brady organization, different team. And you got Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers coming in with that hard count against a sloppy Tampa Bay Bucks team, getting Devontae Adams back. I mean, I just you know number grant, one ATS, by the way. Yeah, granted, or like DBOA. And Tampa Bay coming off long rest from the Thursday game. Bill, or sorry, Brady fired up after that loss, kind of embarrassed. But I mean, I just think Green Bay is a better team. But why? Why is Tampa not favored by three? Well, because they, they realize how how good Green Bay is, and Tampa Bay is coming off a primetime loss. Um, and, and Tampa Bay struggled to move the ball against the Bears defense. So I think that's I think that's why people are kind of off it. But I love the way Aaron Rodgers and this Packers team is playing. I do, and I think they're actually. I think Aaron Jones has a big game catching the ball. So I, I like Green Bay here, I, and I just bet it. Uh, I think it may even be down. Yeah, I mean, you so, can get this minus one twenty, no problem. I think part of the reason that they've been successful is their ability to run the ball. They have they have, I think, fifth best offensive line and adjusted line yards, but Tampa is second best. And Tampa's really good slowing down the run. Tampa's really good at creating havoc. 
and I wonder if if this is the if this is just the game where we see the Packers, although they're coming off a bye, that they maybe run into a defense that they haven't. I mean, you you, you look at who they played, Sean. They played the the Falcons. They played the Saints, who I think Dennis Allen is reverting back to his worst defensive coordinator in the league status. <laughs> they played the Lions and they played the Vikings. This is not they've scored lots of points in all those games, but they haven't faced a defense like the Bucks. Meanwhile, flip it around, their defense isn't all that good. So I'm actually gonna discard the trend, the road favorite trend. Wow, right. I'm gonna take the home dog because I just don't understand. <laughs> At a minimum, this is Tampa minus two and a half. This this game closes Tampa as a favorite. Yeah, so I think it opened two and a half. So there's some line movement you're going against, but to me, Green Bay is just the better team, and and Rodgers is in a historic fu. No, you might be right. But well, not- and you heard that that quote from the Pat McAfee show where he said a lot of a uh, lot of people out there say uh, you know talking about me having a down year. Well. Down year for me is a career year for some, and they're like, oh, because oh, he's in fu mode yeah, a little bit. He's swaggy a rod, and I think that's going to carry them. Some gut handicapping at its finest. Ever thought about starting your own sports book? Well, if you decide to pull that trigger, head to aceperhead.com/sgp. Use our sign-up link, and you can get up to six weeks free of Ace's amazing sportsbook management software. They offer mobile wagering, in-game wagering, and uh, live uh, live wagering. They got it all. I guess that's the same as in-game wagering. I'm freestyling it because I've been talking about Ace for a while, and Ace truly is the place to go to start your sports book. Get it going today. So much action you can book. I mean, tons of college football, tons of baseball, PGA, Masters going to be coming up. Player props. They do a great job of offering full slate. I, I think they even got some uh, Formula One, a little bit of everything. They got you covered over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Next up, Sean, Sunday yeah. night football. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Rams, they head to San Francisco to take on the 49ers, who are a Sean, this one was a three point look ahead. It's now a three and a half point home dog spot Ooh. for the Niners. Plus 155 on the money line. Rams minus 185. 57 and a half is the total. This is a close your eye special. And normally I would say you should close your close your eye special one and one on the season. Normally I'd say you should just close your eyes. It's supposed to be gross. All of those things, right? But how do you get behind this team? They're so banged up right now. Mostert is back, and I think that could be a, an interesting element here. But the, it's just such a bad. They're so banged up. The defense is so rocked with injuries. I don't know how you bet on them. It's just three and a half. I, I know what they're doing here. They're trying to beg you to take the Niners. Mm. Yeah, this one is pretty tough because, especially look at Aaron Donald, and you saw what he did against that Washington offensive line. You've seen how this 49ers offensive line has struggled. The Eagles defensive line. Destroyed them. The Miami defensive line destroyed them. They're getting dominated at the uh, the point of attack, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess the logic for the 49ers is it's kind of a tough spot for the Rams. Again, flew out to the East Coast. They've been they've been to the East Coast twice already. Now you're going back up to the Bay Area, back to back road game, and to me, it's uh, it's prime time. It's another Sunday night game. I just think this this 49ers team can only get embarrassed so much before they throw the kitchen sink at you. 
this kind of feels like a kitchen sink game. It's a bad. It's a. It, it is like you said, back to back road games. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I'm mean, 82% of the tickets, only 50% of the money on the Rams. It's just, the injuries are so messed up, but has the line moved too much? And that's the question. You know what? I'm going to do it. Give me the 49ers plus three and a half. We're going to obey the close your eyes special. I'm going to obey it. Uh, I don't feel amazing about it, but yeah, give me, give me, well, you know what? Fuck. I'm I'm just going, I'm going Rams. I'm, hold on, I'm hemming hold on. Let me help you. Let me help you. Sure. Road Jared Goff. Yeah, give me the Rams minus Road three. Road Jared and a half. Goff. Yes. In a divisional game. No, it's it's Aaron Donald against that offensive line. That to me is the final deciding factor. Rams minus three and a half. Mm. I think this is a tough one though. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna abide by the close your eyes special. All Even right. though the injuries are there. Three and a half. I like you said, kitchen sink game. I think Kyle Shanahan's seat is a little hotter than we think. They can't suck like this. They can't suck like this. Like this is a problem. Yeah, I, I you know what? I had San Francisco. I'm gonna stick with, back with them. I shouldn't. Sunday night football. Uh, you know what? Fuck. Know what? No. Jared Goff in prime time on the Rams. Road? It's not Jared Goff. It's Aaron Donald against this offensive line. They can't move the ball. So Jimmy Jar- Rams minus three and a half. So Jared Goff, uh, you're gonna back Jared Goff in prime time. Yep. Jared Goff is the new Kirk Cousins, bro. Monday night football in the afternoon, Sean, 2 PM on the West coast, 5 PM on the East coast. The fuck are they doing with this time window? God bless the people of Buffalo. If they, I mean, five o'clock local times. Okay. Two o'clock out here. I got to take the whole day off. Yeah. Not Kansas a problem city for me. minus three and a half uh, in hindsight, Buffalo, a little bit of a look ahead. Maybe uh, Kansas city, three and a half point road favorites minus one ninety on the money line, Buffalo plus one sixty five. 57 and a half is the total. They're coming off extremely short rest. They are also a close. Well, not extremely. It's Tuesday to Monday. So it's a six day. They are, they are, they are close your eyes special, Sean, which feels a bit like a treat. I don't like what I saw at that defense at all, but yeah, I mean, I, my it really, it was about the offense to me. They didn't get the running game going. It seemed out of sorts. Alan, Josh seemed to be pushing it. Uh, who knows what they did down there in Tennessee, but that team looked like they had seen some ghosts that we, we were never not going to take Buffalo here. Uh, I kind I'm scared because I like a close your eyes special and that's never good, but that the defense needs to step up. They cannot play like they played last week against Ryan Tannehill. No. And I, I think they'll step up. I, I think Sean McDermott is a, head, is a good head coach. You look pissed. What, what's man. scary is Andy Reid coming off a loss with an extra day, and Patrick Mahomes coming off a game in which he, in which he lost by more than eight points for the first time. So that is what's scary. And of course, I think Kelsey has a big game, but this feels to me like a competitive game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the three and a half. I think it's gonna be a close game because I think Buffalo will be able to move the ball. I, I think Josh Allen had an off game. I think he still will be able to play. Pretty well, and yeah, I'm I'm gonna ride with the Bills coming off a loss. I mean, this one's also this one's Every, also pretty tough. Yeah, I mean, 95 percent of the tickets are coming in on Kansas City. I think oh, okay. Of, yeah, I mean, the fact that the public's gonna be all over Kansas City well, as well, I think, is huge. Well, I think the line did move. Um, uh, no, 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 it didn't. The look ahead was three and a half. So yeah, I, I I think the money's pouring in on Kansas City. It makes sense. Let's let's fade the public, Sean. Close your eyes. Special's going two and zero oh this week. And for those who don't know what the close your eyes special is, 
underperform the spread by 21 points and or more and catch points the next week. Very good trend. We've been tracking it for for a decade, Sean. I can say that now. And and I do know when when the team is at home, it juices the trend up a solid 4 to 5% into the mid 60%. So we have two really good opportunities this week. Last game on deck because of course the Chargers, the Ra- the Raiders, the Saints and the Seahawks all on by this week. The Arizona Cardinals, they are heading a big D to take on the Dallas Cowboys where the look ahead told you it was going to be three and a half. And then Dak had to go and fall down and get hurt. And now the Cardinals are minus two point favorites, minus minus one thirty on the money line and Dallas can't even get the full touchdown for Dak. 55 is uh, what, what da- you're telling me Dak is not worth a touchdown over Andy Dalton. My favorite thing that's going on right now. Cowboys fans trying to tell themselves <laughs> how good of a quarterback Andy Dalton is. Well, here, here's the funny thing: everyone, in prime time, Andy Dalton. It, everyone keeps going. You know, Andy Dalton, not that much worse than Dak. And I don't what. Think they, but the funny thing about that is they weren't good with Dak. You weren't good with Dak. Uh, they were. They're they're two and three, but they're two wins, a combined four points against teams that are zero and ten. You should have lost to the Falcons. You should have lost to the Giants. Your team sucked with Dak. Well, we give uh, we give Kirk Cousins shit for the primetime record. You know what Dalton's primetime record is? <laughs> six and nineteen straight up. Yeah, six and nineteen. And now he's starting his first game with that with that offensive line. I, I know their their idea is like, hey, we're just going to pound Zeke, but that's going to be tougher with this offensive line. You don't think Arizona's going to load the box? Against, I'll tell you this. Against Zeke, I think. I think on Monday night we have two. There, there will be two exceptionally public sides: the Cowboys as a home dog and the Chiefs as a short road favorite. And I'm going to be on the other side of that. I, I, and I think their Dak win- is good. We've talked about this. I hope Dak never plays again for the Cowboys. And their whole win one for Dak. I think that was the last game against the Giants. They yeah, were down when he bump. went out. You get that bump, and now you come home, and it's a different situation. It's real. Dak's not coming out of that locker room. You got to deal with that ginger-looking motherfucker. Done. Let's do it, Sean. Yeah. We made it. No, I, I, I mean, and and just imagine Kyler Murray running against that Dallas defense. Like, who is going to guard DeAndre Hopkins on their on on Dallas's secondary? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's scary. I guess Dallas could control the clock and run the ball a little bit. The it just but they Arizona, I think, can score so quick. It just doesn't feel like the offensive line for Dallas is going to be able to help Andy Dalton. I mean, Andy Dalton was at his best when he had a strong offensive line and weapons around him. He has weapons around him. He just doesn't have a strong offense. Yeah, line. and but I mean, that formula of like the offense carrying the defense that wasn't working with Dak. And now you have a worse quarterback by all standards in Andy Dalton. It's still not going to work. But they've won two games, Sean. Yeah, but the people are off the scent. Horrible teams. People are off the scent. Time for the lock dog tease presented by mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP20. Kramer, kick things off. Who's your lock? Is it is it dangerous to lock a team that that you locked last week? Because I, I don't understand why Indy's no. minus eight. It's it coming be, off a lock loss. I like that. Should be ten. Uh, I I considered uh, I considered uh, Tampa. I wish I was getting a little bit more uh, juice for the dog. Screen. No, for my lock. Oh wow. Uh, same with uh, Pittsburgh was in the conversation too. I just that divisional spot less uh, less appealing to me. Uh, for my dog. Don't have a, a ton of options here. 
but but why not? I think the the nobody believes in us back against the wall. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Ooh, okay. Everyone's going to be on the Chiefs. Buffalo plus one sixty five Monday night. And what I think we need to say out loud, we highlighted it very strongly together in unity with the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl hangover. We did not share that unity with the Chiefs. I caught a lot of flack on the <laughs> internet when I said the Chiefs might have a bit of a hangover. And now I stand here before we stand before you today and I tell you even though the Chargers are having all sorts of bad luck and injuries, I still believe they're going to threaten for the no, I mean the Raiders are really knocking down the door now, and the Chiefs are in a situation. They're where, one game back, and they have the tiebreak. And the Chiefs are in a situation now where we have to start to wonder because the Raiders don't have a good defense. John Gruden is a bad coach. John Gruden has a like forty-five. His percentage against the spread is not much better than Adam Gase's. Let's put it that way. He's below five hundred. So yeah, give me Buffalo on the money line, and for my tease, I told you started out with Indy. Down to two. You're gonna throw uh, Chicago in there, to seven and a half. A- and as as I think you're also gonna you're gonna you're gonna put Baltimore in there, Sean. Oh, down to minus two. I think Baltimore wins this game, and I I don't think it's gonna be a, a concern. Mm. All right, for my lock, I went straight Wonger there. Uh, Tampa's also in consideration, but I I again I'm kind of scared of Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> as you should be for my lock. Give me the Cardinals minus two. I bet that as soon Hell as yeah. I could. What are we fucking talking about? Hell yeah! And we're going back to basics for my dog at home in front of seventy five hundred screaming fa- maniacs. Don't do it. People are gonna come on. Give yeah. me the Philadelphia Eagles plus two ninety five. Ryan, think about your clients. I did like I did last week with the Miami Dolphins. I'm I'm only giving out dogs that are around three to one. You can give out the small dogs if you like. Small dogs have homes, Ryan. They need homes. For my tease, give me uh give me Washington up to eight and a half. Oh, that's a good tease. That is. That, no, it's agree. gonna be it's gonna be a game. It's gonna be a good Wong teaser weekend. Chicago plus seven and a half. Like that as well. Yeah, you gotta put Indy in there, dude. And then uh Indy minus two. I mean, I also like Miami minus four. Mm, much better value in Indy. Nah, all right. I'll th- uh, no. Nah, I mean, if we didn't already use Indy, we'd be using Indy in a survivor pool this week, probably. Yeah, I'll do. Uh, I'm gonna stick Miami minus four. Yeah. I, I just I want to have some rooting interest in this Dolphins team. What do you mean? You want? Although we already have, have it, uh, we're announcing our survivor pick for Let's Survivor. Fucking go! Didn't Miami think we were gonna Dolphins. get. Didn't think we were gonna get take the Dolphins in the in the Survivor. That was fun. Okay, now for the Odd Shark slash Capper Cup, Indy and Arizona. Circus Survivor. All right. Indy minus eight. Okay, putting that in. Indy minus eight. Arizona minus two. Feels good about that. What other uh what other consensus plays do we like here? I've already you don't like Detroit. Nah, that's a bad pick. Uh, I've already bet Indy, Arizona, and Buffalo, though. Those are the other ones, so uh Arizona minus oh yeah, we already have Arizona. Buffalo Buff- we both like. Yeah. Should we put Denver in there? Denver plus ten. Uh, let's talk about that. Do you do we like Chicago or Denver better? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, shit, Chicago or Denver better? I mean, we could put them both in. Chicago and Denver, and then put in. Uh, 
what are we Chicago? Or are we? I mean, let's think about this because that we liked some of these games and we said it's very easy. Yeah, a- and Pittsburgh was one of those. All right, Pittsburgh minus three. Tennessee was one of those. Oh yeah, Tennessee minus three. I forgot about that one. I feel really good about. It. I so already let, bet now. That one. Let's put our dog in. Let's stick to the formula. It's between <laughs> Buffalo, Denver, and Chicago. Hmm. That's the way I see it. Let's go Chicago. Yeah, we like that. Chicago plus uh, the Carolina coming off a loss. All right, and which will be our uh, our two item entry? Do we say fuck it to the uh, Cowboys? Arizona minus two. Yes. Yeah, that feels right. Emotionally, that feels right. Okay, so Arizona minus two is our double for the Odd Shark Capper Cup, but we're playing Indy, Arizona, Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Wait, let's th- is Tennessee the play? Let's think about that. We want to. We're riding this one, right? What do you mean? We're riding Tennessee against Houston. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah, like that. Indy, Arizona, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Chicago. Those are our five uh, circus or circa millions and odd shark capper cup picks. Wow. Make sure you tune in uh, Sunday AM 9 AM on the West coast. Answer all your fantasy gambling player prop questions. We throw out a few Sunday night player props streaming live on Twitter at gambling podcast. Make sure you follow us there. See Sean wear a belt. Yes. I will be wearing the party belt. And uh, make sure you throw us a five star review. I'm uh, every Monday picking out a a review completely randomly, but uh, somehow the algorithm favors five star reviews better. It seems to favor five star reviews. And then, uh, of course, if you're the guy who's sending the uh, he's on a heater, which uh, I think I just gave out that. Uh, oh no, maybe I'm tipping my hand here. But all right, fuck it. Whoever wrote this review, you won a free T-shirt or hat. His <laughs> name's Go Louisville. Five star review. He's on a heater. If you like funny dudes talking about football who sometimes get their picks right, then this is the podcast for you. Normally I tune sometimes. in. Normally I tune in for good laughs, but yes, this year they're crushing the picks. Let it ride. So uh, go with Louisville. I know we shit on you a little bit in the uh, college football podcast, but um, yeah, hit us up podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your merch. But yeah, toss us a review. We're giving you five shows a week. This is the fourth podcast of the week, all completely free. And uh, just need those reviews and you guys spreading the word so we can take down the evil let's corporate gambling let's mega lords. Take them let's down. Do, let's do it. One podcast chart at a time. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the money green, and he is Ryan. Bounce back week, Sean. Kramer, let it ride.